Welcome to the Healing Through the Arts podcast, a conversation where we discuss the creative arts and the professionals who use them to heal themselves and their communities. In an effort to support artists, femmes, and women of color on their healing journeys, reclaiming their power, healing from their past, and living their best lives. I am your host, Queen Ravenden, a creative arts therapist and performer based in New York City and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Our guest this week is Pearl Noir. Before we dive in today, you should know that the information shared on this podcast is strictly for educational purposes and is not meant to replace any recommendations given to you by your doctor or therapist. International burlesque sensation, a paragon of glitz and glamour, Josephine Baker aficionado, Those are the phrases most people think about when they discover Pearl Noir. Pearl has a unique gift, the gift of healing an audience in a theater or a classroom. Pearl started her burlesque career in 2003, and since then, she has performed her signature blend of sultry, athletic, and captivating dance in numerous venues throughout the world. She is an intuitive healer, creative director, transformative coach, and the creator of the Healing Through Seduction series. She specializes in guided sensual touch, empowerment workshops, and burlesque-inspired healing rituals. But most importantly, Pearl is a survivor. She is also an advocate for people searching for a community to reclaim their bodies and reclaim control over their sensuality. I hope you enjoy this conversation with the beautiful, beloved, and talented Pearl Noir. Hello, everybody, beautiful people. My name is Pearl Noir. I am a burlesque icon and the creator of the Healing Through Seduction program, the Healing Through Seduction network, community, movement, all of the things. Um, I have been called by my ancestors to not only heal seven generations forward and back, but to also offer these gifts and these offerings to the world. I'm excited. I'm very excited about it. Pearl has been doing this healing work for over a decade. As a woman of color, she has always wanted to create a space for black and brown women to heal and shine. But it wasn't until recently that women of color began hearing about her work and reaching out to Pearl for their own healing and self-discovery. One of the things that I was praying for was to, um, you know, I wanted more women of color to, to be open to my offerings because I've been doing the Healing Through Seduction program actually for about 10 years, 10 to 13 years. There's just been different names. Mm -hmm. Um, And I always had a predominantly white fan base and that is totally fine. But I find that my, you know, white girlfriends, my white clients, you know, they, they, they grow up with the space um, for healing. They grow up with the space to shine. 
Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard for all women, but I do find that women of color, especially black women, kind of grow up in an, in an environment um, where, you know, our value is really linked just to our ability to take on pain and suffering. And that a lot of times that's the only time we're trending. Um, and there's a disconnect also um, between spirituality and sensuality. Um, I think, you know, a lot of that is because most of us grew up Christian, you know, Baptist. We learned about a white Jesus and, and we haven't really been taught about our own liberation. So I'm really, really happy that more and more women of color are starting to, to find me. As a woman of color myself and a creative arts therapist, I am all too aware of how almost forbidden therapy and healing is in black and brown communities. Pearl has noted this as well throughout her own life. I think especially, um, again, a lot of us, you know, throughout the years when we are thinking about therapy, especially in the black and brown community, it's, it is still kind of taboo, even though I'm happy to see more people talk about it. But, you know, a lot of us have been, you know, we've been conned into believing that self-care is selfish and that things like therapy, things like having support is just for people who are wealthy or people who are weak. Pearl and I agreed that healing is for everyone. She had come so far on her own healing journey, and now she was sharing the art of healing through seduction with the world. I was so, so, so excited to learn more about her and her journey. What does it mean to heal through seduction? Mm-hmm. I'm glad you asked. Ah, So this was something that I asked myself. You know, when I first started this program, I was the first client. I am my first student. Mm. And I I wanted to learn how to heal through the art of self-seduction because I grew up being told that I was ugly, that I that I wouldn't make it. I, you know, the the best I could do was be, you know, just a baby mama, not a wife, or maybe a crackhead. You know, I, I had very limited options where I grew up. And I, you know, saw that I didn't like being a dark-skinned Black woman. And I knew exactly where that came from. And I told myself, you have to deconstruct your mind, these lies. You have to heal from this internalized racism that you have been taught to have. You know, so starting with some self-compassion and learning how to love your skin color. So I decided to start my journey with body positivity. And most people, when they start that journey, that's for them. It's uh, the curbs. You know, I want to love my curbs. But for me, I needed to learn how to love being a dark skinned woman and not wishing that I passed the brown paper bag test or that I was fair skinned with curly hair. You know, these were the things that I was taught was beautiful and acceptable in the South. And that's it. The brown paper bag test is a term from old African-American history to describe a colorist discriminatory practice within the African-American community in the 20th century in which an individual's skin tone is compared to the color of a brown paper bag. This test can be traced back to the time of slavery when slave masters kept the lighter skinned slaves inside. The test was used at entrances to social events, wherein a brown paper bag was stuck at the door, and anyone who was darker than that bag was denied entry. My skin tone is darker than a brown paper bag. So is Pearl's. So I knew that that I couldn't rely on emotional surrogates 
to validate my existence. You know, my family wasn't going to do it. My mother wasn't going to do it. It was up to me. So I started the body positivity journey by um, taking time to look at myself in the mirror, to allow myself to cry, um, and to romance myself through poetic affirmations. And, you know, fast forward to the first time I performed on stage and got a standing ovation, I did these affirmations I loved on my body before, and I saw that I got a standing ovation. And it felt amazing. And then when I got back to the hotel room, I was feeling a void again. And I said, oh, no, you can't. You cannot rely on other people to lift you up, for other people to give you this high, to tell you that you're great and that you matter. There's nothing wrong. We all want these moments. We all want that moment on the stage. Yes. The stage is the boardroom, whether the stage is the kitchen and you're serving your family dinner. We do. We want those moments. But we have to think about the importance of loving the entire journey. Mm-hmm. And, and dare I say, when we bring the seduction part in there, learning how to linger, how to linger in our happiness, how to linger in our seduction and not just always seeking the next moment or lingering in our pain. I think that's one of the most important things we have to learn. Three minutes of Hekau. Hekau is an ancient comedic term meaning words of power. One of the ways we speak words of Hekau is through affirmations. As a way of overcoming negative thoughts, creating a sound, strong mind, Manifesting the world that we wish to see. Our theme this week is self-love. You are welcome to listen, to repeat, or just to do what feels good and right and safe for you in the moment. I do not have to prove myself to anyone. forgive myself and set myself free. I am becoming who I want to be. I am learning my worth. I am strong. I have decided that I am good enough. Every day is a new and fresh start for me. 
words of Hekau with the term Ashe, which is a Yoruba word meaning the ability to make what one says manifest. So it is. So be it. Ashe. When a burlesque icon comes up with an empowerment healing program, I can only imagine what goes on in people's minds when they think about those sessions. What are they going to be expecting? What's going to happen? Pearl told me a little bit about her experience talking about and promoting and sharing her work with others. And the way they responded is wild. A lot of times I will reach out to, you know, different blogs, podcasts, magazines, you know, and as soon as, yeah, as soon as they see that word seduction, you know, some of them have responded, you know, they're like, you know, we don't, that's not right for our show. We don't, we don't, you know, (laughs) we don't feature these like lewd and lascivious women on our show. And I'm just like, what do you think I'm going to do? Do you think I'm going to just like masturbate on the show? Do you think there's a gangbang coming through? You know, which, which would be totally fine. But I think if that's what I was going to do, then I would focus on right. a different genre, a different kind of podcast. I wouldn't contact you when you say that you're talking about wellness and, and female empowerment. So I think the biggest misconception, because people don't understand that seduction and sensuality doesn't always mean penetration or licking something. Um, You know, I'm offering intimacy with self and intimacy with others and understanding the direct link between intimacy and that space to be uninhibited in the communal space, how that can really heal you and take you further in your healing journey than trying to do it alone. And I believe that it's important because most people I know, myself included, any kind of trauma that I experienced growing up from my family, any kind of sexual assault that happened when I was growing up, when I actually, I was one of those kids that actually spoke up about the sexual assault from family members. And I got the boys will be boys. Well, this happened. Sorry, we're never talking about it again. And so it was harder to heal from it because there was not a space to have the communal healing. There wasn't a space to actually talk about how I felt. And there wasn't a space to learn how to have a healthy connection with myself sensually without feeling guilt, without feeling like I'm bringing something onto myself, without feeling like I don't deserve it. So I think the misconception is that, yeah, like this is something very lewd and lascivious just because it's in their mind has something to do with sex you know and I do consider what I do a form of sex work actually because um, some of my sessions when they're one-on-one I do do sensual reiki I do lay my hands on the groin area you know I, I have done that mm-hmm. so so that so to a certain degree that is true but darling no one's bringing the crew for a gangbang on your podcast boo <laughs> <laughs> And that is also not happening in the session. No gangbang here, folks. Now that she had cleared the air of what was not going to happen, I was really curious about what a typical session looks like. This is a question that I get fairly often from clients who are interested in working with me. 
Yeah, and because I kept getting that question as well, I decided, you know, here's a nice little questionnaire for you. You know, I can't promise what's going to happen, but you can tell me what you might want to experience. Mm-hmm. You know, do you want to do you want to learn a burlesque routine? Do you want to send in a song and I can give you a burlesque routine that you can do, you know, perform for yourself or your lover? Do you want guided sensual touch? Do you want to moan together? Do you want to just be heard? So, you know, now I've started to give them these options, you know, and, but I always let them know the typical session with me looks like people seeking an invitation to be vulnerable. That's powerful just in itself is Mm -hmm. giving yourself permission to be vulnerable. Yes, yes. And I also remind them to, you know, also a lot of times, my sessions look like people fleeing the scene. (laughs) You know, people are like, yes, I want this session with you. And then we get there and they have to flee. They have to flee the scene. They are actually not prepared for someone to be kind to them Mm -hmm. without the expectation of giving or receiving an orgasm. That is, it almost sounds foreign when you say Yes, yes. And a lot of times when I start my sessions, group or private, that is the one of the first things after I ask for consent, that is one of the first things that I let them know that we are going to be intimate without the pressure of giving or receiving an orgasm. Mm-hmm. And orgasms are amazing. And so if you don't listen to me properly, you'll miss the message and the invitation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I appreciate an invitation. Yes. I appreciate the, the opportunity to check in with myself and see if that's what I want and to give an enthusiastic yes or to take a pause and say, maybe I'm not ready for this and come yeah. back when I am. Yeah, I oftentimes get about 10 minutes in and just say, you know, let's just, let's reschedule. Let's mm-hmm. pause as my dance therapist likes to invite me to do often. Let's pause here. And, you know, regroup, you don't have to force your way. And that's why I ask them to be open to the intimacy without thinking about an orgasm. Because even a lot of times when we are having sex, we are also thinking that we're healing (laughs) through the auto seduction. When we are having sex, when we really want to be held, when we really need to cry. And, And so that's the other point. It's like, yes, I, you know, you're having sex and you're doing all these things in the world, but you're rushing through them. Mm -hmm. And so then are you actually connecting to yourself? And a lot of times we are having sex when we really just want intimacy. Um, That's one of the main things that my coach, Goddess Amina, has taught me. Connection with self, connection with others is one of human beings' most innate and primal necessities. And Pearl's work is very much geared to the connection with yourself as a way of creating a safe space to connect with others, if that is what you choose to do. Regardless of what has happened in the past, you have the ability to create and manifest the future of your dreams. And that begins with listening to yourself, building a safe space for yourself, learning to trust yourself, creating and surrounding yourself with people who are going to uplift and protect and support you. Knowing all of this, knowing how powerful 
Pearl's work can really be in transforming someone's life, I wanted to know who she felt would really benefit from the work that she does. I would say my offerings in particular, I find that women and femmes or trans non-binary people who really want to still kind of embody the beautiful features and characteristics, I'm going to just say it, of a powerful Black woman. That's what everyone really wants to do. (laughs) I'm not going to take it back. I said it and I meant it. So my ideal person or a person who can really benefit from what I do is someone who's, I think, first of all, is looking for an alternative to traditional therapy or they're looking for a side piece to traditional therapy. They're looking for a nice marriage so you get that traditional therapy and then you also on the weekends coming in with your mistress, honey. Well, you know, you know, and I think it's good to have a team. You know, I myself have a team as well. And I think, you know, the best way to put it is, you know, my ideal person or a person who can really benefit. Yeah, they're looking for an alternative to traditional therapy. And they are also looking for a community or a space where they're not going to be judged for wanting to be glamorous, for wanting to explore their body, for wanting to talk about it, for wanting to do something as simple as put on lipstick without being told they're being extra. Mm -hmm. They're looking for an invitation to see themselves the way their lovers see them. They're looking for an invitation to be a person instead of only having the one identity, which is usually mother or wife. A lot of times the women that come to me, they feel so disconnected from themselves because now they are only seen as one beautiful thing. But we are all multifaceted. We all have depth to us. And the last thing I would say is, you know, people who are are looking for a community who also believes that ancestors are real, that deities are walking among us, you know, a place to talk about that and a place to, to, to honor that sensuality is also a part of our spirituality. It's also a connection to spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to believe that when, when the one, one of the most beautiful things that happens is birth. How can we not believe that there's a connection to spirituality and our sensuality? Yeah. The result. (laughs) When we decide to be uninhibited. You know, I always thought about the fact that most people call on God during sex, but don't believe that it's right to believe that there's a place for sexuality in your spiritual practice, if that makes sense. Yes, that disconnect that has been created in our society. Mm -hmm. Yes, like I think about that. Anyone, any trans person, any woman, biological woman who has had a child, I'm always like, right, because that that there's a direct link (laughs) to the the most high in the sexual energy that's, that's in us, but we are ignoring it. I asked Pearl to give us one piece of advice for people who are just beginning their healing journey. Take your time and honor the entire journey. Honor every chapter of your story and not just the ending. Honor every moment of the dance, not just the finale. 
and understand that healing must be an ongoing journey for you. You must commit to the ongoing journey. And I'll tell you why. You have to understand that feeding and fulfilling your spirit is the same as nurturing your body. So we know for a fact that on Friday, we're going to have some water today. We're going to eat. But let me tell you, come Sunday, if we don't drink water again or eat again, we're going to start to feel bad. We're going to we're going to start to decline up in here. And we have to understand that our spirit is the same. We cannot think, oh, OK, I'm going to nurture my spirit. I'm going to nurture my inner child. I'm going to nurture my inner diva on, you know, February 11th. And that's it. I'll be good for another few years. No, no, you won't. You will slowly decline Mm -hmm. just like your body will decline if you don't nurture it with food and water, period. So it is an everyday commitment. It is ongoing. Pearl Noir for coming on to the show. You can find out more about Pearl's Healing Through Seduction program at blackburlesqueen.com. And you can find Pearl on Instagram at the Pearl Noir. This episode has been brought to you by the Mind Body Soul Virtual Wellness Center, where we help women and femmes of color heal, love, and live their best lives. You can find out more at mindbodysoulvirtualwellnesscenter.com. Music and editing help by John Carlos Feliciano. Till next time, remember to take care of yourself. Be kind and compassionate, remembering that you deserve it all. Have a radiant day and peace to you.